Hi, I'm Jamie Bahamas, and let's start talking about them Dolphins. Got a good, interesting show for you guys today. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2021 free agents on the Miami Dolphins. And we're going to be talking about, well, I'll give my opinion on which ones should stay and which ones should go. But to make this show a little bit interesting, I have a friend of mine joining me on today's show. I have a lifelong Dolphin, my boy Milton. And the reason why he's here today is because he always keeps it real. I might look at the stats and I might look at some numbers and I might just say I like a guy. But he's one person that I know he uses his eyes. And that's what I wanted on today's show. So let's get right to it. Milton, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. What's going on? How are you? I'm doing well, man. You ready for this? Yes, sir. Let's go. I know it's going to be some fireworks. <laughs> All right. So first up, I'm going to do one where I think the decision might or might not have been already made. Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback. He's no longer on the contract. Would you bring him back? I'm looking at it this way, right? He He's going to cost the Dolphins roughly an average of maybe $5 million a year on his salary. When you look at that compared to what he can do, I would say the situation is this, right? The Dolphins have Tua Tungavailoa. There's a lot of rumors out there whether the Dolphins have said publicly that they're committed to Tua, but there's rumors on, on other people coming into the team. And we've seen what they've done with Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, as the relief quarterback last season. He played in nine games, seven starts, middle of the road quarterback, but he won games. He won, you know, four out of the starts that he had. So question to you, I'm saying let him go, let Tua take over the team, bring in another young quarterback or maybe another veteran, but one that's not really going to be the one that you expect to take the reins and somebody that's a little bit cheaper. What are your thoughts, Milton? I agree. You can't have what you had last year. I mean, I wasn't a fan of bringing Fitzpatrick in on relief, you know, out of the bullpen. You know, I was a fan of let. If you're gonna let Tua play, let him. T- you know, let him get through these uh, these tough times. You know, that was for me during last year. So I don't want to bring that into this year. Yeah, and I like that you said that because that brings me to another question. So I know we're talking about free agents, but you brought up how that played out last year. So the Dolphins were able to use that mix and match of Ryan and Tua whenever you need him to ten wins. Would you have been happier if Tua went the full way? You took his lumps, and the Dolphins won less games last season. Uh yeah, I I got to be honest. The Vegas game, um, while it was crazy, yes, we survived to get on to the next week. I'm like, ah, you know, let the kid play. I mean, the reality is, we're not winning the Super Bowl. I mean, I get we were in a, a position <laughs> to to make the playoffs. You know, we were weren't supposed to beat ten win team. And I get that, and Flo's trying to win. So yeah, let's get the the vet in to, to, to try to get this. But at the same time, let the kid play. So I just don't want to bring that into this year. And if that would have meant, I mean, they didn't make the playoffs anyway. So I don't know. I just don't want to bring that into this year. You know, if he's going to be old, if he comes in, Fitzpatrick, they re-sign him. You know he's going to be looking over the shoulder, uh, two of that is, so. That's a fair point. Honestly, I agree with you there. So now let's move it on to this is the area of need. It was an area of need for the Dolphins last year. They took this strategy to fill it. Now they have some decisions to make. So I'm talking about Matt Rita running back. They brought him in last year trying to help with you know that running game with the Miami Dolphins. And now he's a free agent this year. He's probably going to cost you around three to four million dollars a year to keep him in. We know how the Miami Dolphins rotation went with that. They tried Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. Howard didn't make it to the end of the year. Uh, Breida did, but he was knocked down the depth chart, foreshadowed by Salvan Ahmed and others. So 
do you think Rita fits? Because he has a special skill set, right? He has that speed, and a lot of people like to have that dimension to their offense. So even if the Dolphins go and get another back, is this a guy you re-sign and keep him in your rotation? Ooh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, those, the, the, uh, uh, the other, the two kids from from the University of Washington, uh, um, Abed and Plaskin. Uh, I mean, you're getting good production out of them two young kids. Like, you know what I mean? And you know they're going to, they got to be drafting something, right, this year? They got to yep. be bringing in, uh, I mean, you got four of the top 50 picks. You know, are they going to do something at 18? You know, Harris from Alabama or one of the North Carolina kids in the second. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't think you need that when you got these two young kids who are giving you production. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I hear what you said there because, uh, let's put it this way, this this was a chance they took. I wasn't, this wasn't the, the decision I would have made going into last season. Going into last season, I actually had them. There were a lot of running backs in the draft right. then that I was salivating over saying, go get one of those guys, right? Uh, and they did it. They decided to go with some guys that are already in the league, you know, that rotational thing, and it didn't work out. So it didn't work out once. My opinion is don't try it again, especially like you said, right? There's better guys that are coming in the draft that are going to start out cheap, cheaper for you. And could give you a little bit more versatility and still can work in because Gaskin and Ahmed showed right, you some of that right. speed. But right? I'm not mad at last year's decisions because, you know, you in the second round, they took the, the lineman, Hunt. They took Davis, who's, you know, was a beast in the middle there from, Al, you know, the, the, the rookie nose tackle from Alabama. So while they didn't get their back, they addressed their trenches on both sides of the ball. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not totally mad at that. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to switch to the other side of the ball for a second, right? So we have a guy on defense that's coming up. This was another addition to the team, Kamu Bouja-Hill, linebacker. He's going to cost you about three mil. Now, let me tell you what three mil is going to get you or what it got you last year. He played in about every game, played in 15 games last season. He started one, so he's more of a depth player, All right, Added uh, 21 tackles on his own 28 total sack tackles and a sack i know you have to have depth and you're going to need players like this my personal opinion is the dolphins defense came together flores asked a lot of his players and a lot out of his defense so i know the numbers don't look flashy what would you do in this case did you pay did you re-up on the contract for this guy or would you look for depth some other place um well he played a lot of special teams so that that he also did. Gary, yeah, good point. Yeah, he played a lot of special teams. Um, um, again, you got other ones on, you know, that are uh, free agents on this for the Dolphins this year with Beagle and Roberts. So, I mean, but those guys come with injury, coming off of injury. So, with, with Hill, you know, having played a lot of special teams, like you said, he brings depth, you know, uh, and he's still on the right side correct, of 30. Correct. So he's someone I would lean towards bringing back, you know? I don't have any arguments either way. I'm, it wouldn't hurt. Let's let's put it this way. He's in a Dolphins jersey next season. More power to him. I'm not upset. I'm not knocking down the table. If, if he's not, I'm sure there's somebody we can have that can bring right. that you know, same fire. So, you know, I hope he is a Dolphin, but, it, 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 you know, I'm, I can go either way with that one. Yeah, I hear. All right. I have one that... I don't know if it's going to be such an easy decision or so indifferent. 
This was an area of investment last year, one of the focus points for the Miami Dolphins. A New England addition, their center, Ted Karras. He was one of the veterans, one of the leaders on that offensive line. He is now a free agent this season. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's 28 years old. We saw the offensive line play. They had you know, two to three rookies at, at any point in time on that line. He was the center. He was the guy in the middle holding, holding them together, being the glue, being the veteran leadership and voice on that team. Three, four billion dollars a year. Do you bring him back to keep the line stable or do you start looking for somebody in the draft or you get somebody in free agency to replace him? Ooh. <laughs> uh, he was all right. <laughs> it was all right, you know. Um, but depending on what you're going to spend, I mean, I'm not going to go crazy, you know, locking him up. But, I mean, regardless, you're looking for some type of interior line, uh, offensive line depth, in the, whether it's in free agency or, or in the draft. So he, he's on notice anyway. Yeah. You bring him back for another one, two-year deal or... or you're, you're, you're upgrading that something you, because I don't think the offensive line is obviously it's not complete and, and that was going to be my next question to you What do you? how did you think the offensive line did last season did you think that was they look like they had the there's something on the rise we have something going there or do you I, I think... do I do I'm a fan okay. I mean again I'm a fan of the, the, the process of this rebuild you know was it painful when they stripped it to the studs that first year yeah but, you know, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And part of that was, again, like we talked about not grabbing running backs. Well, they also, you know, to sacrifice not getting a running back, they're building their trenches, whether it's offensive line there with Hunt, who, you know, I, you know, these guys are, and they didn't have, a, and every team didn't have an off season. So that, you know, that's fair, you know, equal, fair feel for everybody fair play but these guys played really well i think they played really well and just in some time you know you add some more depth in this uh, if you take that first round pick and you take swell i mean oh my that could be nasty <laughs> offensive line i'm not saying to go that way but if you do i could understand but whoo so yeah i like the where they're going i really do i really do yeah see i was I, I'm glad what they. I'm happy with what they did with the offensive line last season. I still want them to build on it, but I'm happy enough that I feel that we, that they're not forced. Their hand is not forced to have to use another first round pick on a lineman this year, which is a good thing. However, like you just pointed out, if they did use a first round pick on a lineman this year, also it wouldn't be a bad thing, and it would just be another step forward because look what happened in the Super Bowl this year. You had an opt-out on the offensive line for Kansas City and injuries to both tackles, and they got yeah, mauled. Yeah, dude was running, yo. I felt bad for dude. You know, one bad. of the most explosive offenses in the NFL this season, and it, it just couldn't hold up because they, their line wasn't together. Yeah. So that showed that importance right there. So I'll keep it moving. Somebody you already mentioned, so somebody you're familiar with, that's also a free agent, Vince Beagle. Vince Beagle is going to cost you around that two, three million dollars a year uh, contract to keep him in place. 
Uh, he no, played. He, he yeah. tweeted. He liked the Watson thing. He might not be around. Yeah, I, I know, right? And, and that was so not dolphin of him. I don't know. And he tried to delete it. Everything is forever on the internet. <laughs> that poor guy. He just lost himself a job on that. And I liked the cat. I thought he was. I, I'd come on, know your role, man. You're up for a contract this yeah, year. Yeah, and you didn't yeah. play last year. You should <laughs> not be tweeting, yo. <laughs> so I like him, but yes, you're right. Kiss of death, man. You do not. That that's not a Miami Dolphin thing. You do not go and and do things like that and say things like that and expect to keep your job. So I expect him to go the way of Kenny Stills. <laughs> mm. no, but you... He's coming off an injury too. I mean, he didn't play at all, so. Uh... Or an Achilles, so I mean, well, you know, that's tough. Yeah. So, wh- what would you do though? What would you do? You you make the call. I'm good, right? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but again, you know, again, he's coming off of an injury. You know, all kidding aside, that whole tweet. But you know, uh, you got to see where he's at with that. So yeah. All right, I have one of my favorites. So Miami Dolphins for one of my favorites to be a special teams player, Matt Hawk, punter. Reagent. Um, Yeah. yeah. So it's not just like, here's why I said one of my favorites, right? The Dolphins get value out of their special teams. Not only are these guys solid, like as a punter, solid in his game, solid in what he does, but he brings so much more. How many times have we seen the special formation and coming out on special teams for trick plays where you know that if it's a yard and they're like on the better half of the field, that these guys could take a chance and go get it. How many times have we seen at the goal line? That's yeah. value, right? And young guy, great leg. I would bring him back. I would think if you look at value on his contract, he would be somewhere about $2 million a year. I think for one of the best punters in the league, I say it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I agree. I I, I don't have a problem bringing him back. And, yeah. but, and, and you know, you touched on special teams, like, that's the special teams on the floor has just been, you know, kick ass, man. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. Real. We got the, the, the Pro Bowl, an all pro, not a Pro Bowl, an all pro kicker in Sanders. You know what I mean? And, yeah. You, know, um, you got these plays at the goal line where, you know, sometimes they, they didn't check, you know, uh, offensive linemen didn't, you know, check in as eligible and it cost them. But, I mean, they're finding different ways to win games besides, you know, uh, you know, wh- whether it's on special teams, offense, defense. And that's, you know, I, I, I and Hawk, obviously, he's part of special teams. And, you know, I don't have a problem bringing him back. So I'm going to throw a curveball at you because I don't know if I'll have the opportunity again because we're talking free agents. But since we're talking about special teams, I'm going to bring up a guy that's not a free agent this year, but could be on the chopping block. And I want to hear your opinion on him. Jakeem Grant. Now, I like Grant, right? I like Grant's speed. I like what he brings. I like, you know, uh, let's let's start on special teams. Special teams, he's one of the best, right? No, he's, 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 got, uh, um, <laughs> he's second team all pro. Yeah. So I know they tried to fit, fit him into the offense. They had two wide receivers opt out for COVID. You had Preston Williams out for injury for, you know, coming down to the part of the season that really mattered, the crunch time of the season. You had you had Parker struggling for a little bit with injuries, right? So they needed to mix him into the rotation a little bit more. But 
we know who he is, he's more of your special teams player, but he is also self-proclaimed that he is going to be known as a wide receiver. He had the hype videos in the offseason. He went out showing those great hands, and I believed in him. And, oh, man, he had that big drop in that game where he was behind the defense, ready to go, and a lot of people lost faith in him. I still believe in him, and I don't think he should be cut. So I know we're talking free agents, but special teams came up, and I do want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, well, I think they used it. They've always used him more than what he what can he what he what he can do. He's a, a returner. He's not a receiver, in my opinion. <laughs> in my opinion. In my opinion, listen, I'm Joe Fan. You know, I'm watching me. I, I'm a fan of the dude. I, I've seen his story. I love his story. I love, you know what I mean? I just wish his hands were as good as his feet. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I love him. I do, man. He's fast. He's fun. He's got a great big smile. I root for him, but he's not your, you know what I mean? When, when you count on him to be your, a number two receiver sometimes it's like damn like that's that's not good man so you know bringing him back and him being on the team uh, you said he's not a free agent right yeah but, he's not a free agent but, but his, his name like, has come up in, in, in potential cuts for roster moves right, right. so and isn't there like a june something cut where yeah they, so they could save a few they could save some money under right. the cap if but i think he's on. useful if you know be you know is, a, is your return? Uh, he's a, he's yo. He's second team All Pro. So ah uh, duh, he's good at that. You yeah. can't rely on him to be lining up uh, you know, as the wide receiver. Obviously, you can bring him in on some offensive plays, but you know we can't depend on him for like that type of production. He's proven. I mean, was this year five for him or something? Yeah. Yeah, we know what he can do, right? We, right, yeah. We, we keep wanting, <laughs> yeah. We keep wanting more from him, but we have seen what he can do. And based on that, I'm good because I know we get infatuated with offense, right? That's oh my god! You, if you have a great offense, you're good. I know that's the that's the sexy stuff. That's the flashy stuff that people want to see. And then you know the next to that is you have some people who just love the. Like, I'm a fan of defense, right? And Defense is what they say wins championships. So people just focus on that. But we can't forget that how many teams would have made it to the promised land if they just had their special teams taken care of. How important is it for field positioning? How dangerous it is to know, hey, if we give this ball back to these guys, their their return is going to move it 20, 30 yards back up the field off our gut. So we might as well go for it. And then your defense stops them, right? That's a valuable part that I think he brings to the team. No, absolutely. I mean, you look at, I know against the Rams, the defense was, you know, setting up. And then he came with that return. It was like, boom, a dagger, you know, big play defense. And then the special teams, you know, so, yeah, those big plays, that speed, you know, he's got to catch the ball, you know. um, But when we, when you, and it's not his fault that the team has always asked him to do more than what he you know, is capable of, I think. Yeah. So so. so to bring us back to the free agents, let me keep us on some wide receivers, right? So there's two wide receivers that are up for contracts this year, and that's an area of need for the Miami Dolphins. We know there's going to be some movement at wide receiver. So before we figure out who might be coming in, let's find out if these guys are going out. So we have Isaiah Ford and we have Matt Hollis. Hollins came on. It was, again, very important coming down to the end of season. 
due to injuries, he started to become more of a uh, focal point in the offense. We saw Ryan Fitzpatrick hook up with him from time and time again on the field. So he played in every game, actually, because of special teams. He started two games. On the offensive side of it, he was targeted 25 times. And out of the 25 times, 16 receptions. That's pretty decent, right? Uh, but he did have three drops and a fumble. What do you say about Matt Collins? <laughs> Those drops were against the Raiders. Remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. oh, dude. But then he came back. But he had he had the big Raiders. catch to make up for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sometimes, a, you know, a blind squirrel will find a nut. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, uh, no, nah, I mean, listen, eh, that, he can go, he can go. All right, and then, okay, he so go. he's gone. What about Ford? So Ford, on the other hand, he started one game again. Injuries started to pile up. Remember, Ford was the interesting one, right? He started, he had that whole contract move um, for him, right? Where he was waived, New England picked him up. New, well, actually, he was traded to New England. Word. Yeah, New England waived him. Dolphins got him back. So, so he was he brought value, even if it wasn't on the field. Right? He brought some value to the Dolphins because he added the draft pick to the Dolphins uh, for the next season. But statistically, he was targeted 44 times, 28 receptions, no touchdowns, but he also had a drop. What yeah. say you? Now, now, one thing I did mention about him is the, the way this guy is. Uh, built right I think he has that type of body that long body that you sometimes want from a receiver something that the Dolphins are missing a little bit but what do you say like it seems like a guy that's definitely on the fence nah I'm good man like they traded him and he got cut and then they <laughs> grabbed him back and like I mean and you mentioned long, I mean you have Parker and a, a Preston Williams who are big physical you know that lanky body right you know what mm -hmm. I mean those guys are on notice too, in my opinion. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, Ford. I mean, yeah, they, they. It's time. We got to listen. It's time to upgrade skill, position, play either positions. You know, that's it. Bottom line. Okay. Got, you know, as a fan, you know, I think it's time to stop being. Stop looking for that uh, that acorn, like that's uh, that special in the clearance aisle. Let's go get some playmakers, man. Come on. Yeah. So speaking of playmakers, right? I'll cap us off with the last the last skill position that's a free agent coming into the season. So we talked about the receivers. We started to talk about the running backs. But I'll circle back. There's one more running back that has a chance uh, to make the team again to re-up with the Dolphins. That's DeAndre Washington. Now, he's a guy, 28 years old. He's going to cost you about a million dollars a year. So he's not going to cost you very much. Had some flashes when he had his opportunity last season. So that that's a positive for him. He played in four games. He got to start one. Uh, his yards per attempt were under three yards per attempt. So nothing great there. What would you do? Uh, again, that's, that's going to be... If I'm assuming, and maybe I shouldn't do that, but they got to be making some type of move in, in in the draft to get some help at that position. They need to. 
Yeah. And then I, I actually, in my opinion, like, the, again, the two young kids from Washington, like, yo, these young kids did well. Like, you, you got, in my opinion, you should get an opportunity. Washington, if he's on the back end of that depth on that, you know, all right. If he's not, I could be, I wouldn't, you know. So I'm moving on from him. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. Right. So how, how I see it, right? I already see the rotation in my head. How, how it should play out, right? So Gaskin and Ahmed have a job. Right. Hands down, they're, they're back in that rotation. Exactly. Right? I think the Dolphins should invest heavily in the draft in a running back, right? Boom. Right? So you go and get your guy that you expect to be the guy. You have a, a solid rotation right there. And then the Dolphins have always done well in getting undrafted free agents after the draft. They found these guys after everybody's done. They found guys in the seventh round finish out your rotation that way so anybody else you're gone i'm sorry you didn't do enough to stay and keep up with the pack it's a great point great point all right so we got a few more guys here to go one another decent part of the defense alandon roberts alandon roberts gonna rotational player linebacker gonna cost you about two to three million dollars a year he played in 13 games last season, started 11. He had 61 total tackles, one and a half sacks. What do you think, Milton? This is Roberts, right? Yep. Ah, I like him. But he got he got hurt late in the season, right? That he, was like he the did. last game of the... Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, the fact that he got hurt late, I mean, is he... And it was an ugly... You know, an ugly knee injury there. So Yeah. So here's the deal, right? So he's one of the guys that came over from New England um, as Flores was reforming his defense to come and lead and, and put that that voice in the locker room, right? Mm-hmm. Now, look at the contracts these guys got, right? So a lot of these guys came in. It was interesting to me. They, they were signed in a way that they wouldn't hurt the Dolphins' flexibility and and free agency and cap decisions decisions from the year going forward, right? They weren't signed to these three, four, five-year contracts coming in the door with Flores, right? Which made me think that they would come in, help set the tone. The Dolphins knew they had a lot more draft picks coming in. And depending how it went, some of these guys might not be continuing on. Like, like for example, Kyle Van Noy, right? right? I know he's not a free agent, but I expect he's a leader of the team. I expect him, he's not going to get cut. He's going to be there. He's going to be going forward, right? But a guy like Roberts who didn't get, you know, the opportunity, who's on a prove-it deal, uh, he did. It's argued that he probably did enough to prove it. But when you have so much capital and so many draft capital and just flat-out money to make moves, did he do enough to to come back? Uh, I... For me, I would say, yeah, the injury plays a, a major, like, the fact that it happened so late in the season. Like, is he going to be even ready for the beginning of the new season, right? So yeah. it's like, uh, do I even want to start? <sighs> to me, that's an And I don't think he's going to be, so I think I'm good. All right, so now let's keep it on defense. We have a pair of cornerbacks. The good thing about these guys is they won't cost you very much. The other thing I like is that even though they won't cost you very much, we know their names and we know their names not for bad reasons, for some good reasons. When these guys were called upon, they did their part. 
So we have Jamal Perry is one of them. Jamal Perry is he's coming off a season where he got you know he played 13 games. He had 16 tackles, nothing flashy from him. He was just a rotational guy, played some special teams also. Jamal Perry won't like again. He he would probably come in on a minimum contract. He knows the Dolphins system. Uh, honestly, my opinion before I turn it over to you for him, I say that he's a guy that as they're filling out their depth chart, if they if he's if they don't find somebody to fill in that rotation, he's back. If they do, he's not. That's how I see it for him. I agree. <laughs> I agree. If they're trying to like, yeah, yeah, he's and he's gonna have to come in. I mean, everybody's gonna come in and fight, but he's a guy that this yeah. offseason is gonna have to earn his job. That's the way I see it. Yeah. And Nick Needham, though, I think has a has more of a chance than he does, right? So Nick Needham, the reason why I said that is Needham was used a little bit more by the Miami Dolphins and also made the high, re- high highlight reel a few times, right? He had. Uh, two interceptions on the season. He got he did that in five starts. He played in every game. Nick Needham, because he's on the cheap, because he's shown flashes. He's shown flashes in two years. It, it, when he came in 2019 uh, for the Miami Dolphins, did the same thing on that rebuilding team, and that's how he was able to earn another chance to show it again. And in the next year, he showed you who he was. He was the exact same guy. Opportunistic, come in and play his role. Be solid. Doesn't hurt you too much. On the de- not too much of a defensive liability, and again, not going to cost you too much money. So, Needham, I say, is in. Yeah, he, you know, he made he 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 did very well this year. I mean, that last game was tough. That last game was tough in Buffalo, but overall, you know, he made plays. You know, and, and so he yeah he comes back. In okay. my opinion, for me, I would bring him back. Yeah. All right, so let's stick on defense. Let's wrap up some of the defensive guys, and then I'll switch back to one or two more guys on the offensive side, and then we'll call it a show. So, Godshot. Devon Godshot. I like the guy's name. I, I don't care what he does on the field. I'm a fan of dude. I'm a fan of dude, man. I like him, man. It's tough, though. That's a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. He's, you know, he is a Miami Dolphin homegrown talent, right? So let's look at his offerings as a whole, right? Let's not just look at last season. Let's look at his body of work. As a Miami Dolphin, he's played in pretty much every game, except last season, he only played in five games, right? But he started all five games when he played. He has 178 tackles for over four years. So he's usually in the 40 tackle range. In 2019, he had his best year with 74 tackles. Again, last season was only five games. You extrapolate that out to a full season. Let's say he played the full season, he would have still been back in his range. So he's another guy. If you think about it, we know what you're going to get from him. I don't expect a breakout from him. This is who he is. I say that puts him in the rotational player aspect, right? And you're building something up front with Christian Wilkins. I, I don't, I like, again, I like the guy's name. I like the guy. I don't know if his resume gives him enough. Let's put it this way. It doesn't get him a pay raise. I think if he comes back for that same range, kind of where he was before, you know, maybe a million dollars a year, somewhere about that. I think he makes the team, but I, I don't know if he did enough to, to make him a priority for the Miami Dolphins. I agree. I agree. I don't. I'm a fan of dude, just not his name. I'm a fan of dude. I'm a fan of dude. Um, but you know, I don't. 
you you said Wilkins, but my dude is Davis. Davis, yeah. that's my guy too. You know, Siler they got and, and Gotcha. I mean, and then he's coming off of an injury too. So now it's kind of like it's easier to make. I, for them, I would think it's easier to make a decision to move on. I, I don't know. Depending and I know, I know you're feeling, and and it's actually a very good philosophy that you have. You're talking with you. It's always funny. You don't, you don't make this, you don't make these decisions with your heart. Sometimes I think they should have somebody like you <laughs> inside the GM's office because that's why I like talking to you. Like when these guys get injured, right? Sometimes I feel for them. I'm like, look what he did before injury, right? He can come back, and you're like, man, he has to be available, and you're, you're just like, you well, know what? <laughs> if he's not there, I can't roll with him. Yeah, that's <laughs> the main thing, availability. I mean, they are human beings and, like, you know, people. But they'll tell you, I'm sure. I'm, I'm just a fan again. I'm sure these guys will tell you it's a business, and that's what it is. Like, you know. So let me wrap it up on the defensive side. This will be the last defensive guy that we're going to talk about. Kavon Frazier, safety for the Dolphins. His contract is up this year. Uh, uh, if I had to project, he would be somewhere about a million to two million dollars a year market value. He was a solid starter for the Dolphins. Came in, they picked him up from. He played in Dallas the year before. Came in for the Dolphins, played in 15 games, rotational guy, six tackles, um, played in about 21 percent of the snaps for the for the team. So again, rotational guy. He's one of those guys where, again, the Dolphins may keep him because he's familiar with the system, but he's going to have to go in and earn the job. If he earns the job, he stays. If he doesn't earn the job, see ya. That's my thoughts on him. Right. A special teams player, right? I mean, yep. so, again, that's the, I would think that's a tail end of the, the, the roster. So, uh, as far as he's played safety, you got the McCains. You got a number of safeties ahead of him. So, if it fits... You know, in the budget, you know, fine. If not, then it's all cool too. For my, for me, anyway. Yeah. So now I'm gonna end on. This is gonna be our last player, and we've kind of talked about this group so far today. And I bring him up because people don't realize how important this guy has been to the Miami Dolphins so far, and it's in a sneaky way. And that's why I definitely wanted to talk about him on today's show. And it also is going to play into what we do going forward. So I'm talking about left tackle Julian Davenport. So I bring up the value because you might remember Julian Davenport was a part of the whole Larry Laramie Tunsil package mm. to get those draft picks. And he actually filled in the role you know, temporarily as, you know, the Dolphins had a big void letting go their Pro Bowl tackle Tunsil for that huge haul of draft picks that seem to never end <laughs> right yeah, right right <laughs> it's like you look around it's like you, you it's like pulling out money out of your sofa it's just those traffics just keep coming because they're it's still like, going on yeah right so davenport was also a solid player that gave in he played in every game for the dolphins last season he started one as they started to have some injuries and they had to move around the offensive line a little bit but this isn't a stud. He isn't a superstar. There's a reason why the Texans went ahead and needed an upgrade to their position. But a lot of people, when this trade was made, they thought it was just contractual, just to get a body back to make the numbers work. But he's been a solid fill-in guy to keep some depth on the offensive line since he's been here the past two years. 
the Dolphins are still going to need depth on the offensive line. That's always what you're going to need. This is a guy that's been growing with them. Still a young guy. What do you do? I personally, I'll tell you my choice before I do this. I consider him a good luck charm. Like I said, he came with tons of package. <laughs> you know, he found a way to survive. He's a fighter, right? Um, What's you're good not gonna ask, Yeah, you're not going to ask this guy to start. He's never going to be your, your starting left or right tackle, right? So... I say for the value that he's going to bring, meaning contract-wise, it's not going to cost you very much, and you have that high investment on your offensive line as you continue to build it, I say he's a guy you give a chance to compete for a job and very well could win. So I say he's a, he's in for me. Davenport stays. Uh, sure. I, mean, I hear you singing the song. Cut him. I hear you singing I mean, the song. <laughs> I mean, you can come and try to compete for a position. I mean, but, like, if he's... If he's starting on the offensive line, I'm like, damn, what's going on? Like, I mean, like, I'm just being real. If it comes, he's going to have to make a major, like, I want what's, I want those young guys, you know, those other guys. My draft, I know you're talking about depth for this guy, but, yeah. you know, for me, yeah, I mean, if he's going to make the tail end of that offensive line, fine. If not... I'll be all right. All right. It has been a wonderful show with you, Milton. You brought exactly what I thought you would. You keep it real. And I really want to thank you for joining me on Talking About Them Dolphins. All right, man. I appreciate it. On Talking About Them Dolphins, we always like when you talk about them dolphins. And we usually shout out a fan every week because you're out there talking about them dolphins. But this week, I just want to say thank you once again to Milton one of the biggest lifelong fans of the Miami Dolphins that keeps it real. I want to thank you once again for your voice and contributing to Talking About Them Dolphins. Thank you and have a great day.